Hello and welcome to the Intimate Room, the show where we discuss unfiltered, intimate, and dynamic conversation. I'm Victor Silas. And I'm Janine Latrice. And I'm Pico Bryce. In today's episode, we will be talking about 2022. And some of us have started a year not so good. <laughs> With a bang. Oh, Lord. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> so, Janine will be telling us her story on how she survived just 14 days into 2022. Okay. Well, I didn't expect to to start 20. I had high expectations for high, for 2022, and I still do, but we just, uh, 2022 started off on a rough patch for me. Um, I was a victim of gun violence. You were in the news. <laughs> I made the news. Not necessarily what I wanted to make the news for, <laughs> but and I all, did make the news. All the blogs and all the, the newspapers. And, and that's, that was Stories crazy, been you shared know? a million times on Facebook and social mm-hmm. media, but. Um, yeah, I had um, a total of six gunshots come through my wall, my daughter's wall, my wall in my living room, hallway. So a very traumatic experience, to say the least. And it's attributed to a lot of different things. And that's part of what we're going to discuss is some of the things that could have led up to um, that happening. You know, I don't live the life where I should be getting shot at or in danger of sleeping in my bed at night. Um, but when we have a community that's so, you know, drug stricken, gun violence, uh, poverty, there's a lot of different aspects that, that fall into that. And it causes, you know, innocent people to be killed, um, or, you know, people, a lot of people being incarcerated. It's just so many aspects that, that fall into it. I mean, and who do you blame? Who's to blame? You don't even have problem with nobody. And you you don't even know you don't even know where the next you know the next bullet is flying off from how do we get here it's a lot i think it's a it's a combination of a whole lot of different things i mean we can't just say pinpoint it on one thing it's it's the fail of the black community as a whole um education uh financial uh spiritual people taking accountability for their children um, programming, you know, it starts at a very early age that kids are desensitized to violence. And just to show as a, as an example, even as adults, that post that I made on Facebook was the largest post I've ever had ever on Facebook. Like so many people responded, so many shares and, you know, and it's, it's because we're all so used to, you know, bad things happening and, and it's, it's almost exciting when something happens. And it's the norm. It's the norm. And so people are, they're more drawn to negative stuff. Negative than the positive. So, and that just shows the state of mind that everybody is in, you know. I'm, goes I'm, at I'm, a loss for words. Yeah, I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> I mean, I know you, I mean, what happened, you know, with the gunshots, but I'm looking at it at a whole different perspective. It could have turned out real bad for you. Oh, you believe me. I you know. know. I was. Two yeah. seconds from from death. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> I could have been probably on Facebook or looking at the news, like, "Dang, what the Janine just got shot?" And she, you know, got, you know, she died or something. Victor, you know, we got to break it down to Victor and Eric, and and, and that's crazy, but because you don't even have anything to do with that lifestyle. Exactly. You have more innocent bystanders dying of things they ain't got nothing to do with, man. You know, just in it, and it's not just this women. 
is children, is men, mm-hmm. older people. You, you're just a target now. And things just jump off on GP. You know, I just like I said earlier, we was talking about the, the normal is the norm now. It's like the Western days. People are angry. Yeah. People are just angry for no reason. No reason at all. I ain't going to say for no reason. But <laughs> there are people angry and they're very angry and they just don't have any regard for human life. It doesn't matter for seniors, you know, children. It doesn't matter how, you know, what your social or economic status is. Yeah. They just people just generally don't care about each other. I mean, look at all the look at look at all the babies that's dying from gunshots to into, into homes and stuff. You know, yeah, yeah. Babies getting shot and people are dying for no reason. I mean, just mm-hmm. like you said, every people are angry, but you shouldn't get to the point that you're so mad you got to go shoot up a club or something. You know, you gotta just go around and just start spraying people, and you know you you don't know who these bullets are going to hit. I can care. be walking down the street and somebody just pull out a gun and. I'm I'm the one who gets shot, but the person they shooting at, they missed him. You know, yeah. so it's crazy. And how did it get to this? I have no idea. It's like it's getting worse. It's getting worse. It's not even every year. It's like every couple of months it's getting worse now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't even know if there's a cure for this cancer. I think it's just about just to keep continuing uh, to stand the image of the black community because people looking at that, they judge everybody. Yeah. They're not knowing that everybody is not like that. When you look at all the things that is happening, no, say for instance, the other day, like who on earth in, will shoot at a pregnant mm. woman? The things we're seeing in, in the news is just continue to be like, are there really people doing this? <laughs> it is. Oh, yeah. It is. It's just, it's. It's just, it's different, but you know what? A lot of, uh, it's a lot of times if you listen to like, and I'm not blaming it on music, but it's, it's a lot of different things that come to play. You know, when, when, when we were younger, we weren't allowed to play violent video games, you know, and that's part of, you know, kids now they, they, you know, sit up and shoot people on these video games. Like it's nothing. It's fun. It's, they laugh about it. And then they turn on each other. Like my cousin, he has two boys and they were playing, uh, I can't think of the name, but it's one of those mission games. Probably Call of Duty. Call of Duty, exactly. And he he's military now. Mm-hmm. So he got upset when his son killed his, killed the other the brother. Mm-hmm. He's like, you don't turn on your brother. Why would you kill your brother? And he's like, man, dad, it's a video game. He's like, I don't care. So he took the game and they didn't play it for two years. <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame him, man. Blame matter of fact, they took the game and smashed it. They took the game in the backyard and smashed it. I'm going to play this Mario Bros. So... <laughs> yeah, I mean, but but it teaches them a valuable lesson, though. But I mean, that's a bit extreme, but it happens. You have to be extreme with these kids sometimes mm-hmm. because a lot of times we're giving them pats on the back, and and then they grow up and they think that's all they're going to get is yeah, a pat, pat on, on the, the back. back. Yeah. But we live in a real world where there's rules, and you know, and yeah. and if you don't follow those rules, you end up incarcerated or you know dead. So yeah, all of these things that is happening, well, there's a lot of factor, but. I would still blame some portion of it to the to the parents. Absolutely. I remember in some of our episode that we talked about, and you say if you don't raise your kid, the street will the raise street, your the kid. Will raise them. So if you look at what is happening now, you know, in Chicago, like the street, most of this is happening is an influence, influence mm-hmm. on what they've seen their parents doing, mm-hmm. and if you even see the crime rate now, even the younger ones, like a thirteen year old, yeah. 
Thinking about stuff like that, right? I know. Yeah. Not even thinking about it, doing it. They do yeah, it. Yeah, do it, right? Yeah. They do doing it. it. <laughs> Not thinking about it. Now, what kind of mindset is that, man? 13, 13 year old running that's around like with guns and eighth stuff. grade, seventh, eighth seventh grade. grade. Yeah. It's sad, you know, that that's the mindset of, of our young black men. You know, this it's just sad. It's sad. And it's not just the men. I mean, little boys, because the little girls have gotten just oh, yeah. as out of control. Yeah. And when that was never, you know, a thing. I mean, the worst you had to worry about your daughter was her getting pregnant. But now. <laughs> it's a lot to be worried about. <laughs> just like the guys now. You know? Right. They they doing the same yeah. thing that the guys are doing. So it's just, it, it, start, it does start at home. Definitely starts at home in parenting and lack thereof because. If you're not accountable for your children, then who are? They're out doing whatever they want at 13. Why is your child still out? Why are they out? Where are you at? Because parents are more like friends now. Yeah, like why are you not the parent and not the best friend? Yeah, like why are know, you trying to be the best friend? Why are you trying friend? to be the best friend? Why are you sitting up smoking weed with your child? And that's so or drinking common. with your child? That is so common. I know. That's Today the future is, you're preparing him for. Exactly. This you know, is what we're doing. Yeah, that's so, so yeah. And this is, it's, it's. Normal in the black community. Well, I rather have my kids sit at home and drink and with smoke me, with me, right? Then what? Tell me the logic behind that, please. Do I would love for somebody to call in and tell me how that makes sense. I just want somebody to tell me. I mean, yeah, you're the parent. You have to set an example. You know, you can't do the same thing as your kids. So that's like going out and partying, clipping with your kids. Yeah, you can't yeah. do that. Come on, let's just be honest. That's, that's the norm you're, too. That's the life. Yeah, that's, that's the, the life you're preparing. That's the norm. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It's normal. There's no, there's no boundaries anymore. It's, it's not. All it's the le- the lines season. have been faded. Parents don't, children don't respect their parents anymore. And nope. they're like, that's my, you know, they don't even call a lot of kids don't even call their parents, mom and dad anymore. It's like, bro. Oh, they got that bad. <laughs> bro. Man, bro. Like bro, bro. Who are you talking to? That's your mother. That's your dad, bro. <laughs> you know, if I had to call my mother, and my dad, bro, yeah. I wouldn't be sitting here. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't even have lips man you ain't lying you be on a show like that mm-hmm. <laughs> like what happened to you i got my lips cut right, off bro. you know when i was about two because i called my mama bro <laughs> yeah it's like these kids get away with so much now in these houses the household they just get away with too much too much too soon too much you're giving them too much it's they're entitled and that creates a whole nother monster so when we we do this we're doing this to ourselves we're doing ourselves these are our children that we're doing this to and nobody Wants to have the real conversation about it is, oh, I want to give my kids the best of everything. Well, well who, who said that Gucci and Fendi is the best it's for the your best child for at child. five? Mm-hmm. How about buying them a leap? What's those leap pad and, no, you know, and, and, and doing some educational stuff? Why is that not the best? Send them to piano class or oh, gymnastics. Why is that not yeah, the exactly. best? Why is <laughs> it's just fashion related? Oh, yeah, my child is. got the every, all the Jordans. Five okay. iPhones and stuff. You exactly. Know, so that's what we that that's what we're pumping into our community. And that's what, you know, they see. So when you start off giving a child a, a, a $1,300 phone at two, what do you give them when they turn 13? A Maserati? Yeah. <laughs> but see, when they because, grow up, they grow up. Because in when mindset. they don't have this stuff, you know, when they grow up and they're not able to get this stuff, yes. they all the way. They want to get it back. Now they want it. And they're going to just start going robbing. Yeah, they're going to take it. Because yeah. you're preparing, you're the one preparing them for that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes they're like, oh, why do you blame the parent? You know, you don't blame the parent. But let it be that you did your part. Yeah. And whatever that child chooses to become, mm-hmm. that bec- that's on him. Yeah. But no, when you did not do your part, there's no discipline. You did not install discipline on Mm-mm, this child. Nothing. And, and, you know, you you just think because 
majority of the things that your child has become today is to take it from you. Mm-hmm. Because there's an example you showed them. And they're living by your example. Mm-hmm. The violence is going on now. We have to, the parents have to play a part. It's not just about the community. It's not just about the government. Of course, everybody have a role to play. Right. But I think sometimes the parents, some parents just totally ignore it that they ain't got nothing to do with it. Yeah. But there's still a lot to do. Yeah, you got to be on them. You got kids, you got to be on them. No, you you got to stay on it. You, you got to be private it. investigator. Yes. You got to be, you got to be on it. You decide yes. to have children. Oh, yeah. Just sit, just give up your life. because yeah. <laughs> You have to. You, you have, have to. to. I mean, if you want your kids to, especially if they're growing up in, you know, impoverished neighborhoods or, you know, in, in you know, places where finances are not always mm-hmm you know, intact. So you have to, you know, show your children different outlets. There's nothing wrong with growing up in the hood. I'm a product of of growing up in, in, you know, in a low income community, but, or mid low to mid income community. It doesn't mean that you can't take your children out of that community and show them different things and give them a different outlook. You know, that's what these children are missing. What happened to, you know, children going on field trips to, I mean, we did all kinds of things. We went to the opera. We went to, you know, to see different plays. These kids don't do none of that anymore. Museums. And Nothing. Stuff. No, just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So I mean, where's, where, are we, where are we introducing them into things that they, they don't have access to because it's not in our community. Yeah. So, and you know, it's another thing. A lot of things you don't see in our communities anymore, like youth centers. Yeah. It's very often you see a youth center in a community now yeah. because few and far in between, even if you build one, let's just be honest. Ain't nobody going to go there. I'm not gonna go because we rather smoke weed. But you, but the thing is, is like even though like if they built uh, the big tennis thing over on 54th in state, that's the mm-hmm. in right in the black community. But there's no black people there. No, nah, I ain't gonna go play there. It's no. but I'm saying it, it. The the membership is so high that they can't afford to even come in. Even if it was free, they even go. you say even if it was free. <laughs> <laughs> Free. Come on, Dang, man. Pico. Like, oh, man that's, Have that's, some that's, hope. Man, that's me. Man, play no tennis, man. Go ahead and get this weed. <laughs> but that comes from, but if you expose it to them yeah. and maybe give them a different outlook, some yeah. kids may enjoy playing tennis. You never know. They may enjoy playing the violin. We don't, you know what I'm saying? Just different things. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I know. I'm just joking about that. But yeah, you have a lot of <laughs> hidden talents, man. You know, you have a lot of hidden talents. How did all this adapt so fast? I know things adapt over time, but it's like you it, it it's just it got worse so fast. It's generational though. Yeah, if so you think about it, it just gets worse with every generation. Every generation it gets worse. Yeah, because they're they're every generation is missing something. Yeah, because they the the, the this generation of evil teaching the other generations to be evil plus. <laughs> and then those are, now you got people waking up with just a head full of anger. Oh, let's go get the guys, let's go shoot somebody. For what? And they don't even care. They, they, don't, they so really inhuman. don't care. Oh. They don't care. I mean, Nobody I had a conversation with a 16-year-old boy and um, doing some mentorship. Mm-hmm. And um, his outlook on life was so glim and just doom. Like, he had no vision of ever going to college, ever working a, a, a job where he could, you know, see himself mm-hmm. being successful And he was like, it's just the streets for me. And I'm like, why do you feel like that? You know, but his mom, hardworking mother, she's working two jobs, no dad in the house. Mm -hmm. And he just feels like, well, I got to help my mom, you know, and this is his, his rationale is, well, you know, I need to be able to, you know, help my mother so she doesn't have to struggle. But 
Not like that, though. You need to help your mother by being educated. You exactly. need to help your mother by not going to jail. Mm-hmm. You need to help her and <laughs> by being successful in the things that you need to do. And he's just like, yeah, whatever. <sighs> heard it all before. And I was like, <laughs> okay, when we go see this judge yeah. and, and he gives you time, mm-hmm. then what? You know, now you're crying and you're upset because mama can't do nothing to help you. Mama can't help you at that point. Now you're a part of the system, and yeah. the system gonna try to keep you in there as yes. much as they can. Yes, that's their so job. So if they're giving you an opportunity to do something different, then do you it. need to take advantage of it. You know, so but it's a whole nother beast. I'm telling you, it's gonna take more than conversation. Yeah, it, 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 it really <laughs> it's gonna take more than the conversation with these kids because talking to them is it's just it's so heartbreaking just to see. Our young black men just just going to waste, and going some of them waste, are so yeah. smart, like grades on point, intelligent, and intelligent hoodlum. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Today being the first uh, show of the uh, new season, we were actually just gonna get into talking about what is our goals, what is our visions, but based on your experience, how you survive. I just feel like I think uh, we just got to talk about it because a lot of people who don't experience it don't right. know what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. I know you've not really got into this, the details. You know, if you can get into it a little bit into it so that people listening can really know the impact, the impact on this, <laughs> even after that, yeah. the impact that goes after. A lot of people don't know that. You know, because we just see this thing on the street. They're like, oh, there was a gun, uh, shooting over there. Oh, right, exactly. There was yeah. a shooting. Okay. Next conversation. You know, it's yeah. like, <laughs> it's just, but it's people it, just like, oh, there yeah. was a shooting, you know. Yeah. Or, you know, it's like, oh, they just shot somebody over there. You know, mm-hmm. he, you know, he dead or she dead. It's like, oh, okay. What yeah. you want for, what you want to eat? Right, man, that's bogus. Everybody just see it no more. You know, yeah. before you used to like, you hear somebody's dead. Yeah. I won't walk close to the street for the whole, whole mm-hmm. month. But now it's just like, Okay, we just take a phone and, and it happened to me. I, I mean, it, it was like I said, it was very traumatizing. I'm, I'm, it's typical night. Just got off work, coming home, relaxing, ate dinner, and you know, I'm sitting in my room. House is quiet. Um, I decided I was going to read my Will Smith book and <laughs> have my glass of wine ready and my book, and I propped myself up on the pillow and mm-hmm. and I, I literally didn't even get a chance to pick the book up, and I heard. Just like gunshots off in the distance, right? So what we do in 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 black community, you hear gunshots. What do you do, Pico? <laughs> flow. Okay. <laughs> Let the bodies hit the flow. But for me, it, they were so far away, so right. I immediate. I mean, I didn't immediately hit the floor, but I it, they they were the sound was changing really fast, so mm-hmm. they were coming really fast, and I can hear it getting closer and closer. And by the time I decided to move, um two bullets had already came through through the walls. I I don't know if it was simultaneously. Wow. I really can't say, but uh one bullet came through through the wall, through my headboard and through my pillow right where I was laying and as I was turning, that's how the bullet grazed my arm, my left arm. And then the second bullet went over my head, hit the the globe and shattered glass everywhere and the glass went into my arm. Um so that's how that happened. And I, I really was standing there and I didn't know if I had been shot or not because it was, I seen blood, but I didn't know where it was coming from. Right. So I was just, I mean, you, I was just in disbelief for, <laughs> and I, I, I'm still in disbelief to be honest. Like it doesn't seem real until I go home and I see that bullet hole still in my headboard and on, on my walls and in my daughter's room, you know, and 
and in the hallway, it's it's just unbelievable that that something like that could happen. And it does happen. And this happens more than we know. Yeah. But for it to hit so close to home, I mean, it's life changing. I mean, I, I haven't slept in my bed in I don't know how many days. <laughs> so that's and, crazy. Yeah, and that's it's like, what do story. you do? I mean, you and you said the detective come in and yeah, they, they, I mean, they're, they're concerned the, about they're so your, your detached and I mean the, the jokes that 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 I've heard over the past you know couple of days it's it's unbelievable how insensitive people can be you know and you know the the running joke with the police officers that they need to just get rid of oh you need to play the lottery today you just cheated death like who says that to somebody you know like right. that is so why would you you worried about my shoe collection. Versus solving the crime, the crime. Like, you what size shoe? Do you want a pair? I mean, like, really? <laughs> Literally, like, you care more about the, wow, what's in my house crazy. and you know how my house looks versus you know you look at the pictures on the wall. Like, oh wow, what do you do for a living? <laughs> I like, dude. Six bullets just came through my walls. Can right, we let's, focus? Let's focus on that. This you want to try the bullet? Right. You want to try to find a bullet? Oh, you want to <laughs> find my shoes? Right. You want you want a pair of my Jordans? I, I don't understand. Like it's crazy, <laughs> but it, it it's sad that you know it's just it's across the board. They're desensitized. They have no you know regard for the victim. You know it's just yeah. like you no don't sympathy, even matter. You know, no sympathy. Just, they, don't they don't care. It's just you like know. well, if you didn't see anything, then we really can't help you. Now what kind of crap is that? <laughs> That's crazy. Like, I mean, really? it's just where you know, you know, the world we live in because these things happen over and over, and already they're like, okay, they, you know, it's nothing to care about, you know. Right. In their mind, they've seen it over and over yeah. and over, and mm-hmm. over. You know, this this is really sad. It's sad that you know, you turn on the news, the first thing, person was shot. They have guns everywhere. But if you have problem with somebody, you go face that person. So I used to be. You you go face that person. Right. You just don't go ahead and start, you know, start killing innocent, shooting, right. you know, shooting innocent people, Very innocent people. Mm-hmm. You know, and now in the black community, we it's three pandemics. Yes. It's three pandemics. Yeah. Anybody that doesn't know that there is three pandemics, you go f- <laughs> go figure it out. Man, man, for real. <laughs> like that's three pandemics going on in the black community, mm-hmm. yep. but we don't know how we gonna. You know, we're trying to, you know, get a booster for, you know, the only one pandemic. There are two pandemics, you yeah. know, still killing even more than the actual pandemic. Yeah, but it's so funny, but you're right, Victor. You're right. With no, I mean, I, I might sound, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be funny, but mm-hmm. that's real. And, it, it, you know, it's funny because it's, it's not other nationalities. It's your own people. You know, I can see if another nationality came in and trying to kill me or somebody like that, but it's your own people. You can't even walk down the street. You're scared Why we got semi automatics in the in in yes. the, in the in the in the You trying to shoot up some stuff. In the those are, in a those war are like, those are like military down. guns. Like yeah, the clips we long as his desk. Why why we, and you and no for, no training. You just out here just blasting. Yeah. Can't you know can't control can't control these guns. Bullets come from a block away. Like how? How is this even possible? Because this is what's in our community. Yeah. You know, liquor stores, guns, and drugs. That's what we got. <laughs> And chicken. <laughs> and Newports. He said in Newports. Loose All right. Squares. So, Loose so what's a what? Um, <laughs> Loose squares. Oh, I got to laugh. So, what's y'all. our key takeaway? My key takeaway is I just want to live, y'all, in peace. And, and you know, we got to do better. Not for real. We have to do better as a community because, you know, 
innocent people are dying. I was almost one of those people, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's just sad that, you know, it, it's impactful on both sides. Like if something like that would have happened, the impact that it would have had on my family alone, you know, so we have to do better as a community. Well, mine's is always the same. I, I wish my people would do better. You know, I wish we would do better and come along as a, as a, as a nation and as a people to work on these problems. We have the, the blind leading the blind, but somebody's got to be on the level that they do. This stuff don't make sense. We kill it. We, it was too many of us dying by our own hands. Way too many. It's not the, just like I said, it's not the other races that's killing us. We're killing each other. And that makes it look twice as bad for us because if you take a couple of us killing, killing each other, once the media get to it, now we, all of us are labeled under one label now. Mm-hmm. If I can change anything, it would be to make it a better place for black people because don't nobody suffer as much as we do. I want to thank God that Jenny is alive. Definitely. definitely. Um, I think it would have been so sad on us. And like you said, we just got to do better. Yeah. You know, but saying that is not going to change anything. Oh, no. Right. No. So that's our show for today. We will continue next week. If you want to ask questions on our future episode, follow us on Instagram at The Intimate Room Shows as well as Facebook. My name is Victor Silas and I'm out. My name is Janine Latrice. And I am Pico Brown. <laughs>